You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I guess Around the World edition is probably the more appropriate title today. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Good morning, Carol. Before we uh, kick this thing off, though, a quick shout out to New American Funding, our sponsor for 2020, our ninth year on the air. It's going to be a great partnership with them. Looking forward to that friendship with them. It's going to be a great year. Carol, we've got a cool guest today. Lead us off, please. Well, we are joined in studio this morning by Patrick Wallace with the Georgia Department of Education. He is a program specialist for world languages and global workforce initiatives. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, the pleasure is ours. I appreciate you carving out some time to join us. Uh, So World Languages and Global Workforce Initiatives, talk about what you do. Thank you. Yeah. So I oversee, basically um, serve and support all of our 216 different school districts throughout Georgia in the area of world languages. We have about 550,000 students learning another language across the state of Georgia. So I serve and support when it comes to professional development, supporting our teachers with curriculum questions, articulation questions, support for hiring and finding talent all across the state and beyond. I work with the, um, I oversee a couple programs called the Georgia Seal of Biliteracy. This is a seal that students can get when they graduate from school, recognizing a high proficiency in a second language. Also oversee something called the International Skills Diplomacy Program. It's sort of a unique program in the United States. Started here in 2015 in response to international business wanting to begin to identify students leaving high school with a sort of global or international focus to their education. Also oversee or support uh, something called the Dual Language Immersion Initiative. Dual Language Immersion is fascinating. That's where students are taught basically in two languages throughout the day. So the idea being that they will be bilingual by uh, high school and that currently we have about 7,000 students in about 64 of those programs spread primarily throughout the metro region, but also in Savannah and other places like Dalton and Clark County and across six different languages. So that'd be Spanish, French, German, Mandarin, Japanese, and Korean. And then in addition to that, I operate with other international agencies, departments, uh, whether it be the City of Atlanta or the Georgia Department of Economic Development to support and sort of work with our international community here. A lot of outreach to heritage-speaking communities and things like that. So translating, interpreting, finding that talent, these are all things that go into sort of my wheelhouse, as it were. It's quite a large area, but it's never been um, boring. It's always exciting, always a lot to do. Tremendous amount of things happening in global education in Georgia. That is phenomenal. I guess I'm just curious, as you say all this, I sat here and I thought, well, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. And then I wonder, how many languages do you speak? So I'm a German teacher of 22 years. Uh-huh. I grew up in Atlanta. I'm a product of our public school system. So I speak German fluently and my Spanish is not bad. And other than that, I get along in some other languages up to a point. So definitely in my role as a sort of uh, liaison, if you will, and working with the international community across many different cultures and languages, knowing a little bit of a lot of different ones is always good, but there's always 
that desire to learn more, I think that's uh, something that comes out. Of course, passion, I always said that passion drives perfection. So, I mean, you can't be perfect in anything, but you can be closer to perfect if you're passionate about the thing that you do. So it will drive you toward greater levels of perfection. So I think separating, and you know, that's what I say, are a lot of our best teachers are passionate teachers. Great stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Carol, I have a business associate who speaks six languages fluently. I mean, I can't Holy even fathom it. I don't even speak English that well. I mean, I so admire people who can do that. And, and that's kind of where, that's a segue into my next question, Patrick. I, I mean, this is, you know, as we record this conversation, we are in the throes of this global pandemic of coronavirus. And, and what we're learning from this experience is that it's a pretty small world. We're all going through this together. And, and I guess it's never been more important to be conscious of and a student of other cultures and other languages. I mean, this is a good backdrop to, for you to share with us why having multiple, the ability to speak multiple languages and be aware and knowledgeable of other cultures is so important today. Yeah. It's absolutely the case. I think it's just, uh, you know, our world has been shrinking for some time and whether we talk about economically, strategically, or even health-related issues, that's, um, I always tell people um, air and water, they don't recognize our boundaries. It's something we share. We all, regardless of what language we speak or where we come from, we share this one home called Earth. And so it's important for us to begin to collaborate together. And, and it's, just, it's just the nature of our world. The digital online community, the digital marketplace, for example, these phones that we carry in our pockets, they connect us with the world. I've been thinking a lot about the CDC and their work and, you know, being able to wrestle with a pandemic of this nature requires uh, people who have those skills because a lot of the obstacles they face are going into places and trying to get them to uh, overcome maybe cultural norms that they have to work with them to provide better health, better procedures for health and safety. So I think regardless of whatever it is, we could go across every economic area. I could go to forestry. I could go to agriculture, construction, manufacturing, finance, technology, uh, health and science. All of these things are global now and going to increasingly be so. And it's not only what's outside our borders, it's also within our borders. We are very more multicultural, multilingual, multi national population than we have perhaps had ever been before. And so we need to have that within a context of our society and being able to work with people from different backgrounds. We need to work. I constantly hear from business people again and again, you know, collaboration and communication are increasingly important. So these are things that we foster in the world language classroom where we are working on interpersonal skills also tell people there's so many advantages to learning a second languages that go beyond all of those. It's even about cognitive and academic development, improving your math skills, improving your English through the lens of a second language. I can tell you as a German teacher, I've taught more English grammar than I think uh, a lot of people did because, you know, you had to have that to compare it to. Until you have a different perspective, you don't truly understand the world you're living in. So I think that's the critical piece cognitively, linguistically as well, being able to have a different outlook and a different perspective and being more empathetic to people from, with those perspectives is an important skill and going to be increasing demand in our you know, increasingly connected society. Yeah, absolutely. That is so true. 
I guess I'm curious, do you know how many different languages are spoken in the state of Georgia? I mean, obviously, Atlanta is probably where most of those you know, multicultural speakers are, but across the state of Georgia, what all is being spoken in the state? Well, I mean, there's no limit. I would say that it's easily over 130 different languages at this point, possibly more. We have nearly a million people here in, in Georgia that were born in other countries. So you have an incredible array of international community members that are speaking another language other than English at home or proficient. And you have highly, you have a lot of demand for, for example, dual language immersion programs where half the day is taught in another language. They're teaching math and science in Spanish, French, Mandarin, Japanese, and Korean, and German. And so those programs are in high demand. You know, you'll have uh, waiting lists are very common for those programs because not only do, is it beneficial for many people who speak, do not speak English, as it is a, a way to improve their English, but it's also high, in high demand for people who want to learn other languages or have their children have access to those languages. And it's showing us amazing things, too, about the cognitive development of what's happening with students, because we can see it in the data. But yes, uh, Georgia's incredibly uh, diverse and growing more so. You just have to look at our communities, especially in the suburbs around Atlanta and even out in the rural communities. You see more and more diversity of people arriving, many people who are entrepreneurs, who are immigrants, who are taking that risk and doing things. So I think it's it's the nature of our society. And it's not just Georgia. You know, that's the USA. We are all connected. So I always tell people Georgia is not an island. People come here. They're looking for these programs. They're looking for this opportunity for their kids because they understand that the world that their kids are entering is not the same world that they entered. And it's changing rapidly in the ability to cross uh, culturally communicate as well as cross lingually across with languages is going to be increasingly important. I'm reminded of the, um, as a German teacher, I always said, uh, economically, there's a price to pay as well. So um, Willy Brandt, a former German chancellor, famously said, he said, well, if I'm buying from you, then I speak English. But if I'm, if, but if you're selling to me, dann müssen Sie Deutsch sprechen. And his point was, you know, we have to do better at being able to sell our products abroad. And part of that is to be able to have the competencies needed to do so. We have to be better at securing our borders, at, at uh, working with other agencies across the globe, because it's all connected, like I said. So just so many reasons to increase the, the number of students learning other languages. And I know that in USA, it's estimated that about 20% of U.S. students learn another language prior to college. And I think that's in stark contrast to many parts of the world, when Europe, for example, you'll have 90% or more of their population that speak at least two languages with a working knowledge of a third. So my question is always, what's the price we pay economically for that? And I think that plays out. Well, I imagine, we it's, I imagine it's a steep price that we're paying. Uh, so 20% of U.S. students are, are studying language. So, so put that in context to what I believe you said, there are about 550,000 Georgia students studying another language. How do we compare in that? Are, are, is there interest in this type of programs and like these dual language immersion initiatives? I mean, are we growing? Are we getting better? I, mean, I imagine the vision is that 100% of our students are learning another language. How are we going towards that vision? Well, that's certainly a goal. That's certainly what we'd like to see. Georgia is the sixth largest school system in the United States. We are leading in world language. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But 
Certainly part of that is the proactive stance of the Department of Ed in terms of working with communities and encouraging what I call the stretch, which is an increase in language at level. Every stretch is different, whether you're rural, suburban, or urban city, but definitely we are leading. I think we are, you know, when when just talking about having a representative at the Department of Ed, not all states have that. Alabama does not, Florida does not, Tennessee does not. So just by that factor alone, you have Georgia having much more cohesion. There is someone at the Department of Ed, you know, supporting those programs and advocating for it. So just by that fact alone, it's uh, better. But I think we definitely have, we've grown from six dual language emerge, just taking them as an example, six dual language immersion programs to now 64 within the space of about five, six years. We've also have our seal of literacy, which was written into law in May of 2016, and now it's in its third year. Every year that program grows. Last year, we had around 2,600 students across the state earn high competency in a second language um, and about 13 different languages and 43 different districts. Our international skills diploma seal continues to grow as well. Um, of course, uh, you know, the challenge for us now in this particular environment is the online, you know, moving to an online learning and, and wrapping up our, our support for systems for them as they transition to this online format for the foreseeable future anyway. So these are all challenges we face, but we do have support at the Department of Ed. I mean, the superintendent is uh, positively disposed toward language in general, understands the implication and the need to be globally connected and globally competent. And for our students to be able to lead in that area for the southeastern United States, we want to continue to maintain Georgia's edge economically and globally. We are a global hub. We have the world's busiest airport for over 20 years running. We have one of the largest and fastest growing ports in the nation. So being able to support the infrastructure that we've built with a workforce that can reach out globally and has the ability to interact with people from all over the world it's going to be critically important to maintaining Georgia's lead in this area. New American Funding is committed to delivering home loans on time while providing five-star service. Their 14 business day close guarantee and fully underwritten pre-approval gives you an unbeatable one-two punch impossible for sellers to ignore. For more information on New American Funding, call 678-898 3540. That's 678-898-3540. Wow. I'm just sitting here. My, my mind is just spinning with everything you do and everything you have going on. And it's, it, it is so true that we've become you know, a global a hub and a global society here in Georgia. With everything you have going on, what's the one thing you're most excited about for 2020? I think with, uh, wow, it is kind of hard to sometimes put a, I'm really excited about all of them. I think it's all different pieces, but it's heading in the same direction. And what I think I'm really most excited about, I guess, in overall is the amount of synergy that we have and cooperation and the growing amount of growing coalition, if you will, of uh, a variety of different entities that are advocating for more global education or a baseline of global educational competence for this for our students to come out of our our schools with. I think that's what's most exciting for me. The fact that uh, we just have 
Um, you know, and it, it really just spans. I mean, I've been on this in this position now a little over, you know, 36 months or so and the level of synergy in terms of the increase of the amount of knowledge and the amount of people who are working actively, our partnerships have expanded dramatically. I mean, we're talking about not only businesses, we're talking about nonprofits, we're talking about consulates, we're talking about government agencies. Uh, I think the Department of Ed has really stepped forward in sort of a, a global way and kind of become part of that welcoming part of Georgia that works with our international community and the diversity of people that make up Georgia to really try to create cohesion and synergy and build consensus around the things that are most important for our kids. So I'm really excited, I guess, most most excited about the level of synergy we've created, the level of partnership, the level of leadership that we have. So very excited about all of those things and the impact that it will have across all our programs. Oh, talk about excited. I mean, this, uh, I did not realize the extent of the work that you all are doing towards this. Uh, what a noble, important, uh, and as you, as you said, economically important <laughs> process that you're, that you're leading there in Georgia. Well done. All right. Well, Patrick, we're out of time. So before we let you go, a couple of things, uh, should anyone need to connect with you or learn more, certainly about all these initiatives? And I guess most importantly, you do provide critical support to all K through 12 language programs. If there's a system that's that's not fully engaged, how do they connect with you and, and get wired into what you're doing? Absolutely. So well, I'm easy to find. Um, if you Google Georgia Department of Ed World Languages, you'll come to our main page and my contact information is uh, on the right up at the top there. I would encourage anyone to reach out to me with, with questions regarding anything that we've done. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We have something called the World Language Update that goes out every month as well, and you can subscribe to receive that. So there's a lot of different ways and platforms that we can connect with you on and you can follow us on. And we're excited to be, like I said, a part of the community here in Georgia and beyond and to accelerate and to accentuate uh, Georgia's strengths, as it were, in, in the most important resource that we have, which is our the talent in our students and in our workforce. So we're excited about being being able to play a part in that. Amen to that. Patrick Wallace, Program Specialist for World Languages and Global Workforce Initiatives for the Georgia Department of Education. Patrick, again, thank you for joining us and appreciate your important work. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. You as well. All right. Well, that wraps this week's All Around the World edition. <laughs> On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schneck. It's all the time we have for today, but thank you for tuning in and listening, and we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. 
Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.